better than us. Nobody. Professional football in America is a special game, a unique game. Played nowhere else on earth, it is a rare game. The men who play it make it so. Hey, everyone in, let's go. Huddle up on three, one, two, three, huddle, huddle up. up. in college football. But the Georgia Bulldogs bludgeon their way to back-to-back. -back. Glory, glory, Georgia, as the fight song says. For the lead. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. You are looking live. Hello everyone, welcome Huddle Up Podcast. It is Tuesday, February the 6th, 2024. And the live season is running out on the, uh, on the crew this year. But we are glad to be back with you. Once again, after a week off, because let's be honest, it's Pro Bowl week. Just about everybody takes the week off, right? Um, but we are glad to be back with you. We'll be obviously previewing the big game and much, much more uh, here tonight. So if you're with us live, give us a like and a share. We'd certainly appreciate that. And uh, get, in, get into the comments and interact with us. We always do appreciate that uh, as well. Subscribe to the show on all podcast platforms and our YouTube channel. And uh, get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Um, if you can rate and review us and tell your friends about us, we'd appreciate that. Because the uh, the shows do not stop after the Super Bowl, uh, but uh, they just kind of change format for the offseason. And we'll talk more about that next week as we get ready to transition to the offseason program. But the gang's all here. Ernest C.J. Christian, how you doing this week, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm excited about the Super Bowl this week, finally. So. Yeah. Good. Good stuff, man. Student of the game, Kyle Nash. How we doing? Excited for the Super Bowl this week. Since what? What? Oh, oh, wait. That's right. It's the other two panelists that gave me the oh. We we're we're tired of Kansas City Chief Excellence being the you know the answer here. I don't know, but yeah, we'll leave it at that. By the way, Jim, gotta gotta ask. Seen a lot on you on Twitter about. Uh, I believe that the phrase was getting kicked in the balls when it comes to sport, and I do notice. That you wear your Washington Capitals T-shirt here to try to feed into this propaganda, but have you forgotten already that you're a Michigan fan? Is this a thing we're doing? <laughs> well, fuck you, Cap. <laughs> well played, Jackass. Uh, Matt, how we doing this week? We are doing well. Um, you know, some unfortunate news about Joel Embiid, but Sixers season was already over back in November. So <laughs> I, warned, I warned you two years ago. Do about it. So. <laughs> Um, is what it is. Hope a speedy recovery for the the reigning MVP there from the the knee injury. But 
Baseball season starts soon. I am kind of, I guess, looking forward to whatever the Super Bowl, whatever. That's Mm. Well, yeah, I know. As, an, as a season's already over. Yeah, as a, oh, yeah. as a <laughs> Mets fan, EJ, I can see why you don't give a shit about baseball. Uh, by the way, uh, three to one. Uh, uh, we we already know why Matt is. Sad oh, I'm. About I'm oh, you t- are you telling me that my capital score is that what you're trying they're, to they're do? They're coming back. Well, yeah, I'm well back. aware. And you know, Ovechkin had a goal tonight. I'm well aware of Let's of, go! of this situation. I'm I'm well aware. I'm I unlike a Mets fan. I'm looking forward to baseball season <laughs> so it's like new ownership new ace pitcher yeah, like i mean I my god say, I'm, I'm I, like, I got a lot of friends with orioles fans and they're pretty excited about the it, it doesn't man. make sense i've i've literally never been i don't think i've ever been this excited for an orioles season literally ever in my life so it's it's a weird it's a weird thing we're gonna go through the journey together that's that's what's... wow we figure out what happens when a quarterback stays healthy throughout an entire nfc championship game Jim's looking Uh-oh. forward to the Orioles. Well, fuck you, Cap! <laughs> uh, Mike uh, joining in with us. Yes, let's go sports. Devin checking in uh, as as well. Yeah, up, well, Rangers fan. Allegedly. Uh, rooting for Ovi and the Caps. Yeah, sure. Well, it, you, we know how he does with football teams. Maybe he'll just attach. I'm rooting for Jim. I'm rooting for fucking. Well, I, I appreciate no, it. I don't know why you're kissing up to me, but. Stop it. It's freaking well, maybe I missed you too. It's, it's, it's freaking me out, man. Capitals fan, Panthers fan. Does he cheer for the Bolts too? I'm I'm <laughs> it's freaking me out, man. Warn that later. Stop More it. Man. It's freaking me out. Um, all right, guys, let's uh let's dive into it. I'm not really gonna do good, bad, and ugly. There there's you know, I mean the Pro Bowls bad and other than, I do like the, the, the Pro Bowl games I like, themselves. I like the new format. 60,000 in, in attendance here in Orlando, Jim. That's solid, man. Yeah, I no, I, I definitely, I do like the new format better than, than the old. I actually sat and watched it this year, like the whole event on Sunday. I didn't watch the, the skills thing before Sunday, but I at least watched everything that went on Sunday from the game to the, the skills there. I mean, the oh, game I- itself is almost like skills competition ish in in nature like it's not you know it's not it's not really and i i I like that format better than than even like what like the nhl does with with all-star games because it's just it's this weird just three on three exhibition that just doesn't do anything but um we we will look back um to championship weekend and we'll look at some of the the nfl coaching stuff uh before we get to the super bowl uh predictions um, so instead of doing good, bad, and ugly, let's, let's play. What did we learn? What did we learn? Um, and it could be about the teams that are no longer with us in this postseason. but what did we learn from the AFC championship? Matt, we'll start with you. Um, what did we learn from the AFC championship though? I mean, you don't bet against Patrick Mahomes, Patrick LeVon Mahomes. The second, the second. second. <laughs> Get it right. Yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah. That was going. That was Baltimore's game to lose. I think everyone had high hopes for that team and and what Lamar was going to to be able to prove. Um, and I guess we also learned that you don't abandon the run, Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's certainly a thing. Um, student of the game, Kyle Nash. What did you learn from the AFC Championship? Um, with all due respect to Matt, I really don't know how to prop Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second as far as the lack of turnovers and management of the game. Oh, no. Did I just call him a game manager? No. Okay, being a game manager shouldn't be a slur. And if the Ravens did that to Matt's point, they would have won. 
on the football game. But no, um, what I learned and was reminded of is that the Chiefs are a defensive team. And the Chiefs are also that same defensive team that you would expect at the dynastic from the first time. Well, actually from both instances, but the dynastic version of the New England Patriots. Maybe their flow floor is, excuse me, maybe their ceiling is only so high, but their floor is only so low. And the consistency is what's killing teams, not their potential. It's very interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, EJ, what did you learn from the AFC title game? Well, like, like Matt just said, I mean, I, one day we're, we're, we're going to not doubt this team. One day we're going to learn that lesson. Jim? I don't think it was so much doubting the team as much as what happened on paper. I mean, how much did the Ravens have? I mean, uh, no, and again, it, it, does, it does feel a little more that the Ravens lost this game than the Chiefs won it because, again, the Ravens were not who they were from week, week to week to week to week. And they became a totally different team in terms of personality. But again, it's it's this is another another Chiefs year where we thought this is like a backwards rebuild or whatever it may be, or a down year. And they, they, everything's different. This time they go on the road twice <laughs> for the first time. Mahomes, first time on the road on, in the playoffs in his career. Wins two road games to go to the Super Bowl. So we're seeing the different, you know, goalpost move, and he's still grading A plus every time. I mean, one one day we're going to start down this guy. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: it's it wasn't so much that I doubted Mahomes. It's I was I was providing context on what the Chiefs were telling me they were all season. They, oh, you're not wrong for that. For a gem, I'm not even blaming you. Yeah, I'm like, just saying cause they didn't show something that made you think that they could be here. But yet, when it's when it's time to play ball, these fuckers show up. Well, and 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 that's the thing, and and it it's it's something. Um, that I learned is, is the experience of yes. the moment. And, and yeah. I think it's something we learned from even not, not necessarily as much the way that necessarily the game played out in, in Buffalo, but um, the experience of this, of these deep runs. I mean, the, the chiefs have been there, they're battle tested, you know, like, and, and not that the Ravens haven't been to the playoffs, but, but it's different when you've been to how many Super Bowls and how many AFC title games and, and you've won how many Super Bowls versus a team that just kind of gets there um, well, into the postseason. Demetrius Jackson has been hurt. It's curious to wonder if he would have been battling with Patrick LeVon Mahomes II in in those yeah. post years as well. We won't have that answer. That's all. I mean, this this is up there with Dave Damashek in the in. And if L, right? So there you go. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And and maybe that's something we'll be talking about a year from now where where Lamar and, and the Ravens learn from this experience. But yeah, like certainly to Matt's point, EJ's point, and and, and it's it's the the the, the Chiefs and, and particularly Mahomes are, are and I think uh I think Rich Eisen said it on um on one of the shows last week is Mahomes is if you didn't think he was there before, it's he's now I think solidified in the never out of it territory, like Man. where you know what I mean. Where it, it doesn't matter because I think it was in 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 eight playoff games where they've trailed by like ten or more in the second half. They're they're six and two, so like yeah. you 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 just you can't you can't bet against them. And yeah, to, to again also to Matt's point, another one I had down was. Um, for the Ravens, changing what you what got you there um, was certainly a choice. And I understand maybe the Chiefs were, were presenting something 
that the Ravens saw on tape that said maybe we can't run the ball the same way. But what they only had what like three rushing three runs designed runs in the first half right. or something. I remember tweeting you. I remember tweeting you, uh, Jim, in the first quarter of the game. I was saying to you, like they look, the Ravens look tight. Like they look, yeah, like, just like, yeah. I think. Well, I think. Listen, for all the BS that Nick Wright spewed over the past couple weeks with his Chiefs fandom, one thing I think he got absolutely right, and I think that it's yeah, no doubt. Especially <laughs> uh, in that case, I think this thing that he has absolutely Ron Jeremy porn star style nailed is Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second now has that mystique. I made this point, too, on the Student of Game Report, by the way, on the Earnestly Speaking podcast, that teams are now as scared of Mahomes as they were of Thomas Edward Patrick Bieber Brady. Correct. And, and, and rightly so. I, I think yeah. for a while. Hit the class. And rightly so. It's funny. Like, he, he, those, those two M on 10, only three guys, I feel like you face those guys like, oh, fuck. Hey, it's John Candy. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, and I, I don't know if you delivered your lesson learned, but I have another one once yours is complete. Yeah, no, go ahead. Um, this is what happened when you catch the funky ball. How about that? That's yeah. the lesson I learned. When the Chiefs receivers catch the ball, they win the football game. Granted, it was only 17 points. We're not giving the Ravens enough credit to hold the great and wondrous Patrick LeVon Mahomes II to only 17 points. Right. But you know, I think that was a factor that they caught the goddamn ball. Yeah, how's it fitting that MVS was the one that clinched it? Pretty much clinched it, and the guy that blew the the catch got the Eagles, and he's I, the one that clinched the game against. I the mean, end. I think you would have so been sorry if it was Kadarius Tony, but he has bigger problems right now. Oh, he's 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 done. <laughs> he, I would say he he can't even get a jersey for the game, much less be oh, in. Scanling had a big catch against Buffalo too, right? Like back to back. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, one thing yeah, I believe yeah. so. Well, uh, something yeah, else I uh, learned is, uh, and, and hopefully the Ravens do in, in future uh, situations, is uh, turnovers inside the red zone are pretty costly. <laughs> Not great, Bob. Um, you know, that, like, you, you look at that game and, and, and the way it played out. Not great, Bob. Um, yeah, a, a end zone interception and end zone fumble certainly... Um, Certainly did not help matters uh, when Absolutely. you know end zone, end zone fumbles only matter when the Chiefs do it, Jim. After all, that's the dumbest rule. <laughs> How is wait? But the Chiefs recovered the fumble in the end zone, so they completed the turnover. Uh oh. Oh no! But, but, do this again. I'm talking about the general concept of the ball being fumbled at the end zone, and then right, it right. Going but down, but and but the dumbest rule in sports didn't come into play in this game because the Chiefs recovered it in the end zone in bounds the, the the fumbling into the end zone isn't the isn't the issue it's when it goes out of bounds out in the end zone that's the issue then isn't that what happened with zay flowers no, or no no, no the chiefs are covered that was the, bill, that was the bills game that's what it was it yes. was bad and it didn't go out of bounds that's right but even but to, but, but to your point though that, that, that insert bart simpson at least you tried jeff but to your point, that's that, that the whole Zay Flowers thing and all those turnovers, in, you know, in the end zone is why it feels like the Ravens, you know, kind of so lost this game more than Chiefs won it. Chiefs, Chiefs well, get all the credit for winning the game, but Ordell Beckham Jr. having a cape on his back and the former yeah. player yeah. play previous to the eventual interception. No Correct. wonder he went through a bad ball. He was frustrated again by seeing that happen. Yeah. We also learned that Travis Kelsey's the only person on the field that's allowed to talk shit. Anyone else? <laughs> penalty. <laughs> That's Correct. that game Correct. that I was Correct. talking about. Correct. See, Correct. Saw it too. <laughs> Remember, Matt, they only they don't ever catch the first guy that does it. The, and, the extra and that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> um yeah, any anything else uh from you guys from the AFC title game? No. Um 
Devin said we knew the. A lot of people apparently hate Patrick Levon Mahomes the second, but that's a question. How can you hate Kermit the Frog? What the hell are we doing? You hate his wife, fine, his brother, fine, but himself. (laughs) I mean, come on. I don't hate him as a player. I just think that there's probably some things that are getting a little bit annoying to me in in terms of the the constant asking for the flag. But I understand why he does it because he ultimately gets it. So. I would challenge yeah. you, and I mean no disrespect when I ask this question, Matt. If you, if, I would challenge you to find me a guy. It doesn't have to be off the top of your head, but if you see a guy, you're like, you know, he doesn't ask for very many flags. Jalen like, Hurts. Say again. Jalen Hurts. I have my doubts, but um, maybe though he is a pretty quiet guy. I, I mean, he may be yeah, asking, you just don't hear it. That, that, that's perfect. Right, and that's that's also fair. No reason doesn't bother me though, because because yeah, Matt's well, right about. I don't think he's necessarily a flag hound. I agree. Right. Because Matt is right about that. He does ask a lot of flags, but he's every star player in every sport I ever watched in my lifetime, Michael Jordan included, LeBron James included, oh, sure. does the same fucking thing. So it's, right. like, it's, not, it's no different. No. And it, it, it always bothers me when, when all of the greats do that, but I understand, yeah. again, why they do it. Right. Yeah. Let's keep that Tom Brady energy in the room. That's all I'm saying. All right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can attest for Matt that he was this. He treated Tom Brady with the same treatment as, as oh, no, he did. It, that's as, more as he's treating Patrick Mahomes, no, for no, sure. Not, we're not dealing in tool time terms here. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Devin says we knew the refs bet on red. Uh, well, possibly. Um, and uh, Mike says what we learned, Lamar's weapons are still fragile, both mentally and physically. Uh, they need another year or two before they reach their apex. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a fantastic point. part. This is among the healthier years they've had. Granted, Mark Andrews, of course, missed a lot of time. But other than um, the running back they lost in Jacksonville, and I think they had some line issues in the year. Like this is compared to other Ravens teams. I feel like this team was competitively health, comparatively healthy. Yeah. yeah, they also do they'll have a lot of young players that probably aren't used to the 17 now 19 games of, of the season. It's more so probably what the physical. Yeah. Case in point, Zay Flowers. Case in point. Yeah, just oh, okay. just he was there to play. You that's the mentally side you're talking. About. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, uh, all right, NFC title game. Uh, EJ, we'll start with you. What did you learn from the NFC title game? Uh, um, you know. Am I wrong for not being as bothered by Man Campbell's play yes. calling and being aggressive? Because <laughs> we complain about the Ravens not being who they were in this game. Detroit, however, was who they were in this game, right or wrong and indifferent. You know, look, I, would I have taken the points? <laughs> yes, probably so. But I do like the fact that Dan Campbell stayed true to who his team was all the way through from week one through the NFC title game. And yes, did it work? No, obviously. But... You know, the first time, yes, he had the right play call. It was there. It was just a, an errant throw, right. dropped pass. Second time, I think, is a little bit where it got it. Right. Joe says you're wrong. EJ. No, no. I, 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 I'm the, look, I, look, again, Joe's not well, right. But I'm saying that I would have taken the points myself. I'm saying it's more so the they are they were being true to their personality all year long. The Detroit team you saw on uh, two Sundays ago is the same team you saw week one, week seven, week twelve, week seventeen, and the MC Tell game. It is, and and, and here's the Baltimore thing. was not the same team. Baltimore I I I I, I, I texted well I, well I should say a friend of mine uh, near Detroit um, texted me on Monday. I was not going to bother him. I was going to give him his fair time to process the emotion. Um, as a fellow Lions fan. Yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, and absolutely, my <laughs> Lions. This is, a, this is a tough time for me. It's why we were off last week. Um, yeah, by the way, 
enjoy Jim Har- Harbaugh's championship. So. Uh, ex- well, exactly. We still got that going for us. My uh, my married into this, so the title's half mine shirt is still on its way. Um, <laughs> the, but uh, you know, he he basically was kind of like I said. I think I'm more angry for for him than he was at the at the Lions. Said, look, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And sure, but here's the thing. I I, I look at I look at the the closing minutes of the the game in Dallas. And when, you know, whatever you feel about what happened with the declared, not declared lineman, Dan Campbell continued to go for it when he probably shouldn't have. And it cost them, at least it cost them a chance to win in Dallas, in my opinion. And and then this kind of happened here. The difference between two score and three score game maybe comes back to bite you in the end. Um, So... Yeah, it's it, it's who they are. But I know if I'm a Lions fan, I'm 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 pretty. You can't be fr- you can't be mad at the season. You can be mad at the moment, and 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 I think I think that's the that's the uh, the good delineation there. I I think it was I think it was a mistake by Campbell in the moment. I do. The sad part if he if he escalates those fourth downs, for example, he's a genius. So literally, like yeah, I mean, well, that's that that's the that, look. That's the way it is. That's the way it is in 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 every in every sport when you make a uh, a bold call, right? Like if if we, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. You know, if if you if you make the daring choice and it works right. out, you look like a genius. You know, like um, I saw that idiot Greg Olson try and make a comparison. To because uh, was it Matt? Yesterday was the the anniversary of the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, and I, and I, they they showed a replay of Philly Philly, and and Greg Olson's like, oh, they should have kicked it. And I'm like, you're not even close to comparing the same two things. Like the like the Eagles were were had the game, you know, and it pretty well in hand. The the Lions, it, you know, it's the momentum was already starting to shift, and you just continued to hand it the other way. So it's like. You yeah, know, with the Philly special, they took the momentum. Like, yes, well, correct. Not out of hand. They shocked the Patriots. Wasn't the game titled by three at that point? So it was up by a three, by right? Six at that. It was close. Point, it was still close, it, though. Right? Yeah, and then they went up by thirteen. Right. It was. You know, but but if that if that play doesn't work, if it gets picked off and and it's a pick six or something, you know, it's like it was fourth down. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, he, Oh, Doug Peterson's there. an idiot. You should have taken the point. You know what I mean? So like, again, the, the difference between genius and, and idiot is how the, is how the play works out. Right. Like, well, for, my, my, me, mm-hmm. for me, the talk is um, that he should have taken the points. I really only think that there's one time the decision was bad. And ironically, to make it a 17-point lead, Dan Campbell settled for a field goal earlier in the game. Everyone seems to have forgotten that. But right before the half. Right. Um, so I think the one where Dan Campbell truly screwed up is when he had the opportunity to go up three scores again yeah. and blew it. Now, yeah. the other one, hey, listen, I could take or leave. I understand. I'm still waiting for my grit hat, whatever. <laughs> you know. Uh, I it, it, and I think EJ made the point best, um, and I will summarize it in a fashion that he will remember too for sure. You stayed with what got you there, okay? So, and oh, but the analytics, the analytics would have sided with going up three scores as yeah. an actual data man in the room, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. So I'll 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 you know I'll leave that at that. Yeah. I I. I'm not going to say I wasn't mad at it. Was I screaming at the TV that you should have uh, taken the points? 
only when the opportunity to go up three scores was on the board. The other one didn't bother me. It only stood up for me, too, because the first game we saw a team that was not who they were for 18 weeks of the year. Oh, oh by the way, I will correct you in this one fashion. Hmm. Who, who they were. Uh, is the Lions a team that throws the ball 41 times? So, no, they, they didn't stick with their identity. That's what I'm telling you. No, I mean, more so about the aggressiveness of, of who they, they are. Now. Yeah, but they, too, supplanted to panic and ended up, even though <laughs> Jared Goff threw the ball so few times as he did in the first half, he finished throwing it 41 times. Guys, I scoff at Goff. I've said that many times. But throwing it 41 times in his hands? Yeah, you know, people can hate on Brock Purdy all you want. I'd rather see Brock throw forty-one times than uh, than uh, golf for certain. That's fair. Uh, student of the game, Kyle Nash. What did you learn from the NFC title game? Well, when it comes to the 49ers... all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money. On- Sorry, no. Um, with all Let's that in mind, <laughs> listen. I just had to do something to apologize for the fact that I still don't have a seat on the couch in the security van. Um, but listen, uh, I, I think we already touched on it in spades. I think what we learned is uh, that that Detroit defense has got to shore up because all they had to do was make a play. Mm-hmm. Those tight ends need to get, you know, they need they need some sort of medicine for lemon booty because those dropped passes were really what caused the demise of the Detroit Lions. And uh, I also learned you all fools need to stop hating on Brock Purdy. Not you three, obviously, but and maybe me. Uh, Matt, what did you learn from the <laughs> NFC title game? <laughs> yeah, I think that um, you know it's it's been talked about, um, but a lot of it falls onto Detroit, and I think that it's kind of one of those things. In in both games for the 49ers, it was kind of a and it them taking control of the moment when it presented itself. Green Bay had the chance to put that game away. They did not. San Francisco capitalized. Detroit had the chance to put the game away. They did not. San Francisco capitalized. So you can say, you know, was this more Detroit Green Bay losing than San Fran winning? It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, San Fran did what they needed to do to win the game. So, um, you know, for for all the criticism that, that Purdy does get, and I have been one of those people that has been skeptical at times, He's at least in this playoff run taking those opportunities. He didn't play great against Green Bay, but when he needed to, he did. Didn't really play as great against um, you know, Detroit, but when he needed to, he made the throws, made the plays, made the runs that I think a lot of people were kind of, can he do this with his feet? He showed that he can and, and won them the game. So um, I think that that just kind of showed us that if you want to call him a game manager, you can, but he's managing to win ultimately. Yeah, he's a yeah, man. yeah. Um, I, I I think kind of in 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 the similar line, um, but I'll, I'll change it to the Niners side is, and we saw it not only in the NFC title game, but in the in the uh, in the divisional round as well. You can't give this team an inch. Like if you if you think you have them down, finish the job. Like don't. <laughs> like don't let them off the mat because they are you that were good. about to say don't play with your food no i absolutely was not <laughs> only an asshole would say something like that I'm like, for real who's that kind of for a team called the lions though i would allow that <laughs> um but but, but but i mean honestly man like it, it, it's when, when you have a team that's that good if you if you have them in a position where you you 
you can you can absolutely bury them and put the game away. And and for whatever reason you can't do it, that team's going to take advantage of it. And we've seen it um, the last two times out with the 49ers for sure. So I feel like I feel like we've had this conversation about the New England Patriots in their past. And and so, gentlemen, let me offer this pop quiz because I literally just thought of it. Which team felt more like they experienced the lucky Patriots playoff win as we saw over the years? Is it the Niners or the Chiefs? Um, say one more time. I'm sorry. Say it one more time. Which which one of the wins felt more like a lucky escape playoff win that the Patriots executed in their dynastic time? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, it is. I think Kansas City against Buffalo gives me more of that feel than than their game against the Ravens. Yeah, I'd lean well, San Francisco well, from yeah. from championship weekend. I'd get I'd, I'd lean 49ers because, yeah, I understand Zay Flowers had the fumble, but, like, that's a good play by the Chiefs defense. Um, Lamar Jackson threw a bad ball, but you still got to you still got to read the pass and make the catch. Um, the what happened in what happened in, in San Francisco um, felt more like the Lions, you know, it, it felt more like the Lions truly handing it away. Like, we, yeah, it felt like the Falcons 28-3 yeah, collapse. Almost. Yeah. I don't know if I go that far, though, because I mean, not Sanford, to that extent. Right. But. Let me tell you why I agree with Matt. Right. There was the the foot catch play for um, Edelman that kind of mimicked. Yeah. Burn agrees with us. Uh, that kind of mimicked the IU catch. Oh, off the yeah, like just kind of a little bit of quote unquote dumb luck. Yeah, I mean, success is the intersection of luck and opportunity, right? Because Sanford is the answer. I, but I don't feel like <laughs> Sanford is the answer, but it didn't feel lucky. You know what I'm saying? Sanford, like, like uh, 24 seven halftime. Which one felt lucky? It's not, it's not insurmountable. 24 seven is not insurmountable. Which you know one lucky? Well, no one had an insurmountable lead more than the Lions this weekend, right? I mean, at the end of the day, the most the Chiefs were up was two scores at times. Well, 17-3, right. Yeah. So, with all due respect, <clears throat> you know. And I still, even at 24 I still felt like San Fran makes a stop here, three it out here, score here, three it out there. All of a sudden, you're back, you back, one score down, going to the fourth quarter, and then what? So did anyone Who do you trust? I wonder if somewhere deep down, man, Campbell's like, should have taken those points in the in the first half. Should have ridden that ridden that wave. Got another touchdown. Grit. Woo. Well, yeah, and that, that was the surprising part about the the field goal from the, what the two yard line. It was like that. That was I was end like of first half, right? Yeah, at the end of the first yeah. half, right? Like, right. They, they were snapping it from the two. It was like that felt very unlions like. It, it definitely. Um, that, but if that, I'm a Lions fan, I'm clinging to life that the lessons learned. We've seen he's capable of doing it, and maybe in the future he'll he'll have just a hint. And listen, I don't want Man Campbell to change either. I also have the very controversial opinion that he's just a gap coach, and for the Lions to actually get to the Super Bowl, they need another mind to get them over the top. I don't know who that is. I'm yet. so glad you said that, Kyle, because we discussed it today. On the, I'm going to ask these two guys, who we asked on the podcast earlier today. Next year, of these two losing teams this weekend, who's more likely to get back to the spot next year of the two teams? Of the two losing teams. Two losing teams, right. To get back into the title game next year. So, are the Lions or Ravens more likely to make it to the conference title game? I say Lions. I would like just because of the AFC. Bingo. That's the answer. Yeah. Joey Burr's coming back. Yeah, Joey Burr's going to be coming back. Way more hurdles in the AFC. You know, C.J. Stroud. You know, if if QA, excuse me, A.A. Ron, Charlie Rodgers can stay healthy. 
Um, by all, do it for seventeen weeks, right? But you know, by all accounts, uh, you know the 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 Jets should be better. Um, you know the The Steelers don't have to play Trubisky. (laughs) They might. (laughs) Well, but if if uh, if they can't figure out to not Uh, Trubisky or whatever the hell his name is, the problem is they might still have to play Kenny Pickett. That could that could be the problem. Second Harbaugh in the conference now, too, on top of that. Uh, Yeah, you got you got Jim Harbaugh out west. If you're the AFC, you're already asking who's got it better than us. Okay, like (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's there's there's a lot. Who got it better than us? Um, Jack, the, the, I mean, the Raiders by all accounts should be better. You know, I'm not saying that they're going to, they got questions. Here's the thing. I'm not saying they're going to contend, but like they, they got to what seven and nine after starting two and eight or whatever, like still blows my damn mind. You know what I mean? Like, so there, there's, there's definitely, um, Richardson's going to be back with, uh, with Indy. Um, yeah, that's the other one. It's a lot of hurdles in the You know, it, the Texans are good. <laughs> like, so the, yeah, there's just bookies. Who who stays healthy longer, uh, Quayron or AR? That would be an interesting conversation. Oh, I mean, I would lean AR just because of youth at that point. Sure, yeah. but I mean, I mean, yeah. wait, are the Jets changing the? Are the is MetLife going to grass or is that just for when the? They're going to have to well, before the World Cup. Yeah, for the World yeah, Cup right. they will. But if they right. don't change it permanently, then, you know. the, the, the Once the, the soccer players won't be faking the injury. There you go. There you uh-huh. go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I would say the Lions as well for, for that reason. It's just it's it's the, the NFC is an easier road. Okay, tell Homer ass Mikey Byrne. Get his comment up. Tell Homer ass Mikey <laughs> Byrne that New England is not a tough bout. Oh, uh, oh next one down. This comment. That, is not a tough out yet, and I don't care if they have your old OC. Oh, there. All three teams. Oh, the Denver, Denver Broncos. All three teams will be bottom feeders next year in the AFC. Uh, yeah. um, your homerism showing there. I'm not that prepared to buy into Pierce over Peyton yet. Uh, yeah. I need to see. I need to see draft picks and movement before I can. Right. I mean, I Wilson. I mean, Wilson's. I mean, it's going to depend. In part two, who Denver's going to have under center? I agree with Mike's first part though about, about Joy B being back. Although oh, even the Bengals are kind of transitioned to themselves. Every so, other so. team but those three are going to be a tough out. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, he's oh, saying. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There you go. And yeah. So I can, I can, I can see my Rito, which is the opposite of a typo, apparently. So Mike is one percent right across the board on all those things. Um, all right, looking back at what we learned, uh, Mikey B says Dan Campbell did not change his play calling. Uh, he's going to be who's going to be. Um, he became America's coach by doing it. Uh, he failed down the stretch. He said also uh, he learned Jared Goff still good enough uh, for Detroit. Devin said he learned that the Lions coach should go with the points instead of going for the touchdown. Failed down the stretch. He did win two playoff games. I don't know that it's accurate. To well, say that. I, I, I think I think Campbell two and one in the playoffs. That's what I know. Yeah, uh, more playoff games in a month he worked in the last like seventy years. So there you go. No, he, but he could have won three. <laughs> yeah, of course. He has, I mean, he has more playoff wins than Matt Stafford in Detroit. I know that. God damn it. Well, that's true. But uh, all right, let's uh, let's look, at, guys. Let's look at the uh, coaching positions in the uh, in the NFL. All the open uh, coaching jobs have been filled, um, and we will start. Let's uh, start in Washington. What we'll, I got. I got the records from the season. I got the new head coach, and I got questions on uh, how we think 
the future might look for these teams. So uh, we'll start in Washington. They hire uh, Dan Quinn away from the Dallas Cowboys. Four and thirteen this season. Um, with obviously we we don't know what what uh, draft stock is going to be. We don't know what off season moves are going to be. Um, certainly when we come back together in August and preview the NFL season, we'll have a much more, uh, accurate look at all of this, but, um, will, or can Washington get to, let's say 500 next year, EJ? I, I lean no, but there's a lot of questions in, in that division going forward. Like I, I think the Cowboys and Eagles still be pretty good, should win at least 10 games next year. But if there's a fall off for some reason, one of those two teams. Is a chance that Washington could maybe clip a couple games here and there, not knowing the schedule next year too, especially if they if they play what division next year and when the AFC whatever. So I'm gonna lean no. All right, but Kyle. We'll see. Um, yeah, you say we don't know the offseason moves. Here's one that I know Dan Quinn has already made that makes me know they're gonna be awful. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, Eric Bienemy's out. We're bringing in Cliff Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Woo! <laughs> Who's stoked for that? Who's got it better than you, Mamma Jamas? Everybody, okay? <laughs> By the way, I won't even get there, yeah, right? I was, that's not a bad one, Jim. I almost prompted you for Brad Pitt from Moneyball, but I will definitely take the ooh. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? The number two in the draft next, this year. Eric, Eric Bieniemy not getting that head coaching job, by the way, already is a red flag all over the place. You bring in minority ownership, and then you have the opportunity to finally get Eric Bieniemy the poster child for a passed over minority candidate who by the way happens to be good at coaching football and then you don't hire him i I don't get it but yeah let's bring in the defensive expert who got blasted by jordan love aka brett Favre 2.0 great call great call by the way still gonna get a christmas card from me for bringing in he's young um, I mean, I'm I'm certainly not going to uh, defend the uh, defensive performance in that game, but there was also there was also there was also injury and personnel issues that were not uh, not Dan Quinn's choice. I will say that. Ah. Um, for teams with a clean house, though, for teams with a clean house left to right, Dan Quinn. I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but it feels underwhelming. It I does mean, feel I'm the same. I mean, he, it's he, such his life of rooting for a team that is owned by Josh Harris. <laughs> oh, you, you know all too well. <laughs> I sure do. I mean, yeah, it's not Dan Snyder anymore. That's the trust the That's process. True. Trust. Thanks for uh, thanks for Doc Rivers there, Josh. <laughs> Basically, the Doc Rivers hire that the the Commanders could have made. Hindsight is twenty twenty, my friend. That's a good comp, there, actually. I like that comp. Well, I don't know, Dan. The dad, Dan Quinn, has that much controversy with his former teams. I don't. Never, think- I never seen one guy get so much, so much uh, juice out of one championship like happened like sixteen years ago. Sorry, Mikey. Sorry, Mikey. I mean, I didn't mean to insult you, Celtics, but come on now. I mean, am I not? Am I not sitting in that similar scenario uh, with my current NFL head coach? Absolutely. The milking, milking that that it's kind of similar actually think about it, it it's very similar unfortunately for me uh matt can washington get to 500 next year no i think they'll have a, a probably a rookie qb um so i don't think that 500 will be in the cards but we'll see what they assemble what the future will look like they'll drive kyle's boy drake may <laughs> i'm gonna say like, if they go from sam howell to drake may y'all motherfuckers aren't gonna hear yeah. me. <laughs> Holy shit. Gee, that's a surprise. Uh, no, I don't think Washington gets to five. 
<laughs> surprised how many people screw up on ACC quarterbacks back to back. That's fair. Well, you never know. Maybe the Jags will pick one up as well. No, um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, I don't think Washington gets to 500 uh, next year. Uh, depending on offseason moves um, and and you know a a rebuild because that's that's where Washington is. This is a total rebuild from from the ground up. Um, give it a couple seasons if you make some smart choices. Um, who knows? But definitely not. Uh, definitely not next year. Uh, Mike thinks they trade for Justin Fields. Um, I don't. They 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 will need to pay him if they do. I yeah. yeah. I don't think they have they they don't have the offensive line to make that a smart trade either, do they? That's also a fantastic point, Jim. Well done. Uh, all right, uh, Seattle nine and eight this season. They move on from uh, Pete Carroll. Uh, Mike McDonald is the new head coach. Um, can they stay at least nine and eight? Um, one more, I think, one more year with uh, Geno Smith. Uh, EJ, can these can Seattle the, at least keep it where they are? They'll hang around nine and eight, eight and nine. I don't think they'll, they'll get any better. I mean, they, they have a good defense, but I mean, the Rams should be better next year if they're healthy. We saw this year with the best they added to that team. Why? So that helps. San Francisco is going to be, be creaming that division, you know. So I don't see Seattle cratering, but I don't see Seattle getting better. Okay, uh, Kyle. Well, I don't under. First of all, I don't understand why you think the Rams will get better next year. But cool story. Um, the young talent they drafted this past year. Great, and so. Matt Stafford. You're assuming is going. Oh to- no! So the, 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 as I said that, preface it with it saying as long as they're healthy. Yes. Well, and what I'm trying to tell you is that's a big GDF. And by the way, the the Seahawks are only not involved in the playoffs on the strength of a 17-16 Rams loss. So mm-hmm. it's very let's let's acknowledge how close the Seahawks were to being in the postseason themselves. Um, I think Pete Carroll still be, being in the building will make a difference. I think um, they have the opportunity to maintain a BA playoff threat. Do I believe he will get them to a Super Bowl? Um, no, I do not. I think their salary cap issues are too crazy. Um, let's see what happens in the offseason, obviously, but you'll see what happens. All right, Matt. Um, I think status quo for Seattle. Um, I don't I don't foresee them doing much better than they did, unfortunately. Um, but happy trails, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I think they'll say about the same. Um, maybe an a, a an additional loss or two uh, with with it with a new head coach. Um, but I don't I don't see the bottom falling out. I also don't think I don't see the ceiling getting super high. Uh, Mike says uh, Drew Locker bust. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, the Atlanta Fraudcon seven and ten this year. New head coach Raheem Morris. Um, Obviously, there's the, I think the biggest question going into this offseason is uh, the quarterback position. Um, but uh, despite all of that this year, they were still in the hunt for a, a division title um, to the very end. So, EJ, will the, will the fraud cons um, compete for a division title next year? Yeah, they will because at this point, there's the one else that division is separating themselves right now. I mean, Tampa, we'll see if Mike Evans is back next year first off. Start there. And make him appeal, see what his, his contract looks like going forward if he's even there. But uh, I would, else? I would, I would bet good money that he will be there. Right. I, the I Mike agree, Evans but, thing is the question. <laughs> but, but no one else has separated themselves to to say that Atlanta can be in the mix at least. And let's also, you know, <clears throat> can Tampa hold on to that defense as it's currently structured too? That I think too. 
questions should be asked. There you go. That's a big mm-hmm. point. Uh, Kyle, fraud cons, division title in question? So I know everybody tells me, oh, all the stuff he did with the Rams. You mean under under coach Sean McVay, who at one point, if you had lunch with Sean McVay, you were apparently an NFL coaching candidate. Um, <laughs> I remember that. And, and, and then last time, Raheem Morris, which granted is a long-ass time ago, was asked to pick a quarterback to start a new franchise. Josh Freeman was his answer. Now, I expect everybody to do something out of a Guardian of the Galaxy movie and go, who? And that's my Who the hell is this? (laughs) So um, I'm told I should give Raheem Morris another shot. And in fairness, because it's been that long, I will. But um, listen, EJ already nailed it. Will they compete for the division is the question. And because you are fighting over a city dump, the answer is yes. (laughs) That's fair, Matt. (laughs) Well, it's tough as it would see to have them competing with the best team in the NFC, the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> I knew I, I, I going to do that. <laughs> the overall top spot in the South, I think that the division will be wide open. They have the offensive talent. They just need the quarterback, so we'll see what they do in the offseason and the draft, but I mean, anyone is a, a candidate in the South except for the team we're going to talk about next. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Matt, Matt, did you say New Orleans Saints? <laughs> Allegedly, uh, um, I, I, yeah, turn the volume up. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was going to be great. Um, yeah, I, I, I would assume they have to address the quarterback position. the The Ritter Heineke experiment did not go, uh, did not go that well at all. Um, and that's probably an understatement, despite <laughs> being in the hunt for a division title. Um, if they don't address it, I think, I think it's a hard, even in that division, I think it's going to be, um, not a hard test, but a test nonetheless, um, (laughs) to, to be in the division title conversation with a first year head coach and and a really bad quarterback situation. Again, they have the weapons there. So if you get, if you get a good quarterback, be it through a trade, um, through the, through the draft, however they're going to do it, but, um, they have to address that position. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Did somebody say New Orleans Saints? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Okay, go ahead. There we go. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, the Carolina Panthers, 2-15. and 15, uh, They bring in Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive coordinator Dan Canellis. Um, oh, uh, I, I like... It's it, it feels weird to try and set, like, a mark for where this team <laughs> could be, but can they get... Can they get like three to four wins better? Can they get to five wins? Can they get to six wins, EJ? Yeah, because the NFC is not that great. There's 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 opportunities there. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but you ask me, is is it possible? Yeah, yeah, I can't rule it out. Of course not. That conference, no. All right. I think the last time we had this poisoned the job is when Art Shell and Tom Cable were asked to come in to coach the Raiders. Y'all fools remember that? Oh yeah. no, those days. Yeah, wow. And Art Shell's second time, not the first time it was good. Correct. Yes. Thank you, EJ Christian. Well done. Um, so Kyle, can they get three wins better? Four wins better? I mean, listen, I I, I don't mean to make it sound like EJ's stealing my notes, but yeah, he's right. It, the division makes that a factor. And if there's a key injury or something, um, if the Panthers actually do some key draft picking. Oh wait. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, actually, the answer to me is no. I, I think the cap is five wins. Um, they may improve that much. That still represents a three-win improvement. That's enough to keep Dave Canellis in the building, at least. And when they finally get to a point to when they can have a top-level draft pick, maybe they do something. I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical at the very least, but yeah. That's fair. Matt? Um, can they do better than what they did last year? Sure. Um, but will they do great? No. Yeah, uh, a couple of wins better. Sure, you you would think that uh, in Bryce Young's second year, he's going to be he's going to improve. Um, at least you sure as shit hope so for for not taking C.J. Stroud. Um, but yeah, I, I not there's no there 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 is no and should not be any lofty uh, expectations for. Uh, for the Carolina Panthers next year. Uh, all right, Los Angeles Chargers, 5-12 and 12 this season. Uh, they bring in uh, Jim Harbaugh from Michigan. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the bar maybe a little bit higher for them. Can they, can they flip their record and go 12-5 and five and, and, compi- and compete for the West, EJ? I think 12-5 is a little too uh, high for them. I do think they, they can compete for a wall card. I think they'll definitely be in the mix for at least 10 wins this, uh, next year. But because Jim Harbaugh, that's what he does. He, all he does is, you know, Kyle, win. <laughs> Kyle, you know. play the song. <laughs> Go on, Kyle. It's your cue. <laughs> hey, so, so this is how it is? I, wait, I'm not used to running the sound. No, They got a lot of questions with the, with the cap situation, obviously, and whatnot. But I think Jim Harbaugh, when you, you have a quarterback in place, a guy who we all consider still a top 10 guy, you're in a good spot, and this team was a was, this team was a ten win team with one of the worst coaches I've ever seen in my entire life with Brandon Staley. You, you didn't wait. You weren't a Brandon Staley league. guy. <laughs> Allegedly, why didn't you say anything, <laughs> EJ? EJ, we've done this Allegedly. show every no, week but, for how many years? So if Brandon Staley could get this team to nine ten wins, you know, at least before this past season, Jim Harbaugh at the very least, even with patchwork uh, cap situation. At least get them to a 10 win situation. 12 and 5, though, a little too much. A little too high. All right, uh, Kyle. I'm not prepared. Actually, listen, if you think they're going to go 12 and 5 next year, the only thing that's higher than you are is EJ on his edible, okay? There you go. <laughs> and this isn't, thank you. This isn't Jim Harbaugh's fault. The cap situation. It's both cracked, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah. If you think, he, if you think he's going to have 12 wins, I would ask. I would implore that you don't, don't do, do math. There you go. So with all that, um, I, I don't see because the salary cap situation on both sides is completely screwed, right? Um, they have, I think Lindsay's is his name, the offensive lineman. He's a big cap number. They extended Herbert. Um, the receivers um, cap number zzz, are absolutely stupid. I think they combined for like 60 something million. Yeah, I think Matt said this on Twitter on the show about how their receivers are Maybe it's the wrong team to think about, but well, regardless, oh, yeah, absolutely out of control. Oh, it's Buffalo. You're right. It's Buffalo. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, oh, right. But the, the, nonetheless, the I, th- I would argue that the Chargers situation is potentially worse without. Yeah, I agree. Bills yep. situation. Um, uh, Austin Eckler in there somewhere is an issue. Khalil Mack is a problem as their top defensive player and being 845 billion years old. Um, Bo- uh, Joey Bosa has his own issues with the cap being a cap hit as well as often missing time and not having the most important ability availability. And Derwin James is being paid like a safety God when really I'm not saying he's 
um, not living up to his contract value as much as a Russell uh, uh, a Russell Wilson, but yeah, he's not delivering on that there too. They are in fact an entire mess. You're gonna need Harbaugh to draft just like he did uh, uh, um, it, when he was on the cusp of San Francisco, as I wrote at the time. So we'll say this much: if he gets twelve and five next year, there's your early coach of your favorite. Um. Well, uh, sure. I mean, just because he's a favorite and earns it doesn't mean he'll get it. There are people on this panel who think it's D'Amico Ryan's over Shane Steichen or or. Oh, there's people on this panel who still think Brian DeBold deserved it last year. Well, he did. Just stand there and you're wrongness and be wrong and get used to it. Uh, he, Matt, did with, he did with the award, though. Right. Matt, shut up. Uh, Matt, 12, <laughs> can the Chargers get to 12 and 5? I don't think 12 and 5. I think 10 wins would probably be a, a more reasonable bar for this. I don't know why we're crowning Harbaugh as the coach that only wins when it took him, what, eight years to do that with Michigan? And color me unimpressed. That's a little unfair. Wow. <laughs> a like a true Notre Dame homer. That's right. Homer's <laughs> one on this panel has to be. EJ's giving up his. Marge. <laughs> so too was Jim, am I right? Anyway. Marge. Um yeah, I think twelve I think twelve wins in the in the first season uh maybe a little bit of a stretch. I, I, I do uh this team is going to be I think it, it definitely immediately better. Um and yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of work that needs to be done um, in in the off season in terms of uh, contract work or, or personnel work, um, and and honestly, hopefully the the change of strength and conditioning personnel um, can can make a difference in some of those guys, uh, like some receivers, like uh, like Joey Bosa, like um, or, uh, and like Eckler that that. If they're in the building, they can actually stay on the field. Like, like, because that—that's one thing that has hurt. Brandon Staley, Ernest's favorite coach in the history of the NFL, aside, um, the 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 injury problems did the Chargers in for years for sure. Um, all right, the Tennessee Titans, six and eleven, um, last or uh, well this season, uh, they bring in Bengals uh, OC Brian Callahan. Um, we, we, we just kind of touched on them a minute ago about them being bottom feeders in the conference. Can, can they even be expected to repeat six and 11 EJ? No, I, I don't see it. And it's mainly because of the environment, the AFC is just too damn good. That division alone, look, it's, it's what it coasted this year. It should be better this, this year. Jaguar is going to be improved. I imagine at least <laughs> Trevor can't be worse than he was last year. I mean, with injuries, all that aside, Show you know, me shit and about then, allegedly, and so, cause right now they're, they're, the, they're the worst team division is not even close right now. Yeah. Let's start there. Okay. Then the rest of the conference, I mean, where, find the wins at. Where, find the wins. So, no, they'll, they'll be one of our students in, the, in, the, uh, in, in football next year, period. All right, Kyle. You know, I really hate it when you put me in the deficient and in a position to defend the Titans, but your takes <laughs> are literally that bad. Really? <laughs> You're the better fact? than this. You're smarter than this. At least I thought so. No, Jim. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, Nobody thought that. No. <laughs> yeah. The Jags. The Jags are going to improve. Is a bold fucking statement. Have you seen their cap situation lately? No, I know you haven't. And by the way, if you're still enough of an idiot 
to think that Trevor Lawrence was the problem. You didn't watch a single minute of Jacksonville Jaguar football. And that's abundantly clear. He wasn't special. That's all I'm saying. He wasn't. He wasn't terrible. He wasn't special you know, though. That special is the is is your mental state as you ride the bus to school on the short one. Listen, Shut up, bitch. If you look, at, you're looking at just stats, and I'm going to put you to the to the canvas on this. Like the offensive line situation is absolutely off. Luke Fortner graded out as the worst center in the league. And even in getting uh, um, Ezra Cleveland late in the season to start at guard, they were still a shambles on the offensive line. The reason why the Jags did as good as they did was because Trevor held them together and he had suffered three injuries doing it. But, yeah, let's put it all on the blonde. So here. you're sitting there so the Jags are on a crater then next year. You just don't understand football, Five win team next year, in other words. I'm saying that's the worst case scenario. That's a, that's a, I mean, okay. Hey, listen, you didn't want to believe, y'all motherfuckers didn't want to believe me when I told you that the Titans would have as many or more, or excuse me, the Texans would have as many or more wins than the Titans. Who's laughing now, motherfucker? I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Well played, Big Jim. Look at this. That's um, why they so, pay me the big bucks, Kyle. I mean, this is this. You can you can continue to doubt me as many did, and well, hey, listen. In August, Lucifer Morningstar did reign supreme. He's not wrong. So uh, I would suggest you at least listen to me before you pull the ire of Nathan R. Jessup. But the punchline's this: I do like the hire from this day. You can't handle the truth. Here's where I think you're right, and I know that's hard to believe. Um, Brian Callahan comes. Uh-huh. I know, right? The Bengals. What is the Bengals' offense designed to do? Get the ball to good skill players while accounting for a quarterback who's minimally protected. Okay? I don't know DeAndre Hopkins' situation, but I think he has one more year he's playing there, right? Burke is a good receiver. And then Tajay Spears, no, I didn't say Derrick Henry. I don't even think he'll be in the damn building next year. Tajay Spears is enough of a Swiss Army knife that you could get use out of that. And now that offensive line, I doubt you can improve it to where it needs to be in a single season. We've seen rookie offensive linemen be slower to develop in this day and age with fewer contact practices, right? I think a a coach whose offensive mind is used to not only making a Joey look good, but a Jake Browning as well, which we're not talking enough about, in my opinion is something that will lift that offense up. However, they need to not have as many defensive injuries <laughs> this year as last year, and maybe they can match their six-win record. I think asking for that to happen is not a tall task. All right. To your Matt. point, though, about the, Jag- well, to your point, about the Jags, though, uh, Kyle, if they crater, then Doug Peterson hot seat, right? Hot seat my ass. I think he's gone. Ooh. Okay. All right, Matt. Oh, uh, Matt. <laughs> DJ's just passion for putting coaches in the hot. Well, I mean, hello. They're going back. They're going back. In Kyle's eyes, they're going backwards. So there you go. I didn't see that. <laughs> I said it's on the table. Um, the Titans better than six and eleven. I don't think so. Um, Can they get back to six eleven? I th- could see that maybe, but they're not going to pass that. Okay. I would put six as the cap. Yeah, and and I think like six. You know, again, not not knowing the the next what the next couple months are going to do, but like I think this is this is another team that 
Um, when you move on from Vrabel, and, and there's going to be a million debates whether or not it was the right choice or the wrong choice, and depending how this season goes, those debates are either going to get louder or quieter, probably louder. Um, but th- this team is is kind of in a, you know, it's, it's the end of the Tannehill era, Derrick Henry likely gone. Um, I'm not sure if Hopkins is back another year, but he it, it kind of implied late in the year that he would like to go to a contender. Can't blame him. Um, so there, there's going to be a lot of change in Tennessee, and I, I, I don't, I, I, I struggle to see them getting back to, to even to six wins. Like I think they are just going to have a very, very bad year. Um, the Raiders, uh, they went eight and nine this year. They were five and four after Antonio Pierce took over. Um, as the uh, as the interim coach, um, of course, uh, you know the Chargers around them not very good um, in that division. They finished second. Um, should Raiders fans, I hate to use the word expect, but I'll use it for lack of a better word. Should the Raiders fans expect to make the playoffs? EJ, they should at least be in the conversation. I mean, again, the AFC is tough. Um. Who's the quarterback? I mean, Jimmy G is still on the roster, obviously, but yeah, Jimmy G theoretically will be back. Whatever that let's, means. Let's um, see where the quarterback situation is at first, because Aiden O'Connell is the answer. Is the, is the answer either? So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna say if, if they're at least around 500, that should be satisfactory, depending on the situation right okay. now. All right, Kyle. Uh, let's see how to best describe my answer. Bishop Bullwinkle, Tracy Morgan. Um, just a lot of fancy ways to say no is what no. I said. Hell no. <laughs> Hell to the no, no. That's fair. That's fair. No, that that no, one I don't have no. on. Uh, uh, yeah, no. I, I'm I'm that's I'm so spoiled from that. I have that that by when I'm with Drew Willingham on Sertoba Media's in in or out sports debate show. Um. That being said, hell no. Uh, play playoffs? Are you kidding me? Playoffs? Playoffs? I just want them to win a game. Uh, listen, what you're telling me is a former player, interim coach, turned full-time head coach, now has to battle with the following. A multi-Super Bowl winning coach, a Super Bowl winning coach, and a Super Bowl appearing and national championship coach. Bruh. Not right. great, Bob. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt, uh, should the Raiders fans expect the playoffs? I don't think they should expect it, um, but they should expect to see more positive strides. They might take a step back from that record, but I think that it'll just be more of like a learning curve. Have to assume there's a new QB in town. Building for the future is what the Raiders fans should be looking forward to. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, I, I think what they should expect to be is about where they were last year, which, again, you you, you can be in the conversation because they were in the conversation um, certainly at times uh, after Antonio Pierce took over that job. Um, ultimately, they, of course, didn't make it. But um, I, don't, I don't think you should expect to go to the playoffs. Um, I think you can expect to be maybe in the conversation. Um, and lastly, uh, the Patriots four and three. The Belichick era is over. Gerard Mayo uh, takes over. Um, he was uh, in there on their coaching staff last year. Was kind of hired to be, uh, as we've learned, the um, the future head coach. Um, so this was this was all part of the uh, Patriots plan. Um, can this can this team improve? 
to six and eleven? Can they improve to eight and nine, or are they going to get worse before they get better? EJ, barring a massive splash in the offseason, which I don't see, I think this is, this hire is a a rebuild for a long term rebuild here going forward. No, they'll be a bottom feeder of the AFC East. They'll be one of the worst in football next year, but it'll be a start of a massive rebuild for this team going forward. So, no. All right, Kyle. I absolutely hate this hire. I'll be honest. Um, okay. I, I think it was not a good hire, and it's a missed opportunity. They should have gotten Brian Flores, a guy hmm. who has nursed a team through a rebuild and is a good foundation setter for we're now what we're seeing with Mike Man- McDaniel and Miami. Are they a Super Bowl team yet? No. But um, I think at the end of the day, Brian Flores was a guy who helped. And, and by the way, how much would you love the drama? of Brian Flores facing the Finns twice a year. Hell yes. Hell yes. So, yeah, uh, no offense to Jerron Mayo, but I think that's a missed opportunity. I don't like the hire. That's fair. Um, so you see them getting worse? I uh, um, I, th- I think they meet 4-13. Okay. I don't see that. Yeah. That is fair. Uh, Matt, how about you? Yeah, I think they maintain status quo at four and thirteen. Um, I have to assume new quarterback situation because what they had wasn't working. They played musical quarterbacks. I think they go into the season with a new starting QB, probably from the draft, and they build from there. Yeah, it's it, it's they they will be no better um, than four and thirteen, and that 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 still seems. Very odd to say about New England after what we have seen them be for so many years, but um, yeah, this this team this team it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit until they uh, start to put this team together. I don't know if Gerard Mayo is the answer, um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 gonna be a little bit till we find out. It'll be curious to see how much um, you know how much leeway he gets. I mean, again, this this was a guy it was hired to be the successor, so. You you would you would tend to think that that you know Robert Kraft would would give him uh, time to work, but those fans aren't going to get any quieter. You know, once once you taste victory, it's 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 uh, it's going to be harder for those fans to accept um, them not being in that spot. So, um, all right, guys, let's look ahead to um, to this Sunday. Of course, the final game of the NFL season. What happened to the graphic? Yeah, see Ravens, Ravens and Niners. Oh, that was my yeah. I fucked that up. <laughs> that was a wishful thinking, maybe. Um, but uh, this Sunday, of course, Super Bowl uh, Fifty Eight uh, coverage begins. It says eleven thirty Eastern time. Let's be honest; it began two days ago. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the uh, game kicks off six thirty uh, Eastern time uh, on CBS on Paramount Plus. Um, Chiefs, 49ers, uh, 49ers currently favored by two and a half. Your over under is, uh, is 47 and a half. Um, before we get to actual game, game predictions, I, I know that we have done the blank will win if, um, the topics throughout the year, uh, with different games. So let's start with this, uh, EJ, the Chiefs will win if what? If receivers catch the football, continue to do what they've done in the playoffs? Yeah. Well, let's just say in one game, I wouldn't say playoffs there, EJ Christian. Well, they, they, they caught the ball in Buffalo, too. 
I mean, the story with Buffalo, and Matt confirmed it at the time I said it, the story in Buffalo was the Chiefs and Andy Reid specifically running the football prolifically. That's because I'm confident – because I'm confident Casey Deepens will play well in this game. I'm confident that Pat Mahomes will show up and do his thing. You know, it's those receivers. Bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> yeah. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> uh, Kyle, the Chiefs will win if what? Chris Jones has two or more of any of the following. Tackles for loss, mm. sacks, or any sort of turnover-causing play in the backfield. I like that. All right, Matt. The Chiefs will win if they get pressure on Purdy and actually wrap them up and sack them. <laughs> See what you did there, Matt Muleisen. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs will win if they uh, they get out to a lead and they don't let up. If they continue to play the same aggressive game um, that uh, that gets them the lead. Uh, I, think, I, think I mean. Which I think didn't do. I have right. the least fence sitting answer on this panel. I'll put it that way. Yeah, they. Yeah, if they, if they, if they don't do what uh, Green Bay and Detroit did, uh, Devin says the Chiefs will win if Taylor Swift is there. <laughs> there we go. Uh, EJ, uh, actually, Matt, we'll start with you on this one. The 49ers will win if what? If they continue to seize the moment, like they've done in the last two weeks, if there's that opening and they take it, then they will get the victory and i i should say also godspeed to you if you're trying to watch the big game on paramount plus <laughs> <laughs> why is uh, that terrible app i don't have a problem with it i was oh, interesting i've i've only streamed it on my uh on my laptop um while doing uh watch alongs with travis holmes with the duval dive live on the pro sports fans mm -hmm. app but um yeah, I've not I've not attempted I've not attempted to use the application. I don't plan to use a streaming service to watch it that is available on network television. Something uh, that Big Jim doesn't understand is better for capitalism. But I digress. I was going to say <laughs> I, I only I only stream my NFL games on Peacock, so I don't. Uh... Yes, we are aware how much you love the cock. I mean, greed is good, <laughs> Kyle. Uh... <laughs> so thank you, thank you, woke Jim, for reminding me. That we <laughs> no, I just didn't know Paramount Plus was a, was a thing in terms of like the the service not being well. I've, I've maybe it's a P, maybe it's a PA thing. I guess I don't know. Maybe. Um, I mean, as someone who watches it daily due to its library of Paw Patrol and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I can tell you it's a shitty app. By the way, and that's just for Matt. That's not for his daughter. That's just, that is just for Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. He's in the monster machines and team Umizumi. Let's be clear. Correct. <laughs> there you go. Uh, EJ, the 49ers will win if what? If Brock Purdy plays a clean game, no mistakes. Because Casey will, will go into some mistakes. So Purdy's got to be nervous. He's got to play a clean game and play composed. All right. Uh, Kyle. The 49ers. Shanahan remembers who the actual MVP of this goddamn team is, and that is Christian McCaffrey. Listen, they the fact the reason they beat the Lions was they stayed true and loyal. Thirty-one passes by Brock Purdy, thirty-three carries by the Lions run game, and a couple of those were Brock Purdy scrambling in elite fashion. You know, something your boy Thomas Edward Patrick Bieber Brady didn't do very much there, EJ Christian. Um, so, yeah, I, I, told I, that. I will say if they are balanced on offense, 
which is why I make the Chris Jones point, by the way. If they are balanced on offense, the Chiefs are in a bit of trouble. You're going to have a close football game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I think the 49ers um, win if they make Mahomes rely on his wide receivers. Um, If if they can get the running game going and those kind of, uh, you know, kind of gimmicky passes with the running backs if they can get obviously if they get Travis Kelsey um really cooking um I think the Niners could be in trouble but if they put the if they make the game go to the Kansas City receivers um and I think I think the Niners are going to be in a really good spot uh Devin says the Niners will win if they keep pressure on Mahomes and Travis Kelsey um all right so let's uh let's 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 get to the actual pre- uh, predictions again: the 49ers are a two and a half point favorite uh, as it stands today. Uh, the over/under in this one is 47 and a half. Uh, EJ, we'll start with you. I'm going Kansas City win outright, <clears throat> and uh, I, I really love the under in this game. Actually, okay, uh, Matt. Uh, I will also take Kansas City to win, um, but I would take the over. Um, I will take Kansas City to win. Um, and I will t- I will go with Matt. I will take an over. I will go a slight, slight, um, over. Travis Holmes checks in. He says the 49ers will win. Uh, if Pat Mahomes senior sees his shadow. <laughs> show the dignity of the duval dive there travis holmes well done big there, it is, there it is well done well done um, that was good that was good travis <laughs> uh devin says chiefs uh will win and it'll be a slight over uh student of the game kyle nash of course i left the, the pick to you last uh what do you think will happen this sunday the 49ers have scored more points the 49ers are favored in this game. No matter what, I got money on my mind. I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. Well, fuck you, Kyle. Give me the chief. 31-17. Slight over. Very, very good. Very Pat Pat uh, McAfee of me, right? <laughs> yes, very much so. Um all right, well, we couldn't get away without doing this just one more time. Oh, I completely Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, it's the last last time the man gets to dance for us until August. You're just you're just jealous that he's better than you too, EJ. All the time, I gotta watch your shitty picks all year, and I gotta stay quiet until they're up on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> deal with it. And me stealing your answers for the last twelve years. Deal well, with it. Looking at the fact that I fooled Devin, just like you try to fool people that you know what you're talking about. Except my job of fooling people was successful. Thank you, Devin. Um, yeah, but cool. You do you, Cowboys fan. Sorry, Patriots fan. Play her, Kyle. James Van. I, I didn't say I did. Van. There you go. That is a disgusting act. Capital Van. Van hoods. By the way, I never said I didn't enjoy the dance. I'm just saying what the fuck you're doing. I'm enjoying what you do, what you're doing. I just don't know what the hell. So much shit. Because <laughs> I do. That's what I do. Get over it, bitch. All right. Yeah, it's usually wrong. <laughs> oh, it's just another way you're wrong. How did I not figure that out? That's right. All right, for the podcast listeners, it's it's simple. Two Niners, one Chiefs.
and go. Yeah, I mean, I no arguments. I'm not going to argue with it. Kyle, you want to argue with it? No. <laughs> well, that was easy. Wait, hold on. Do I have the easy button? I do. That was easy. <laughs> this is the dumbest segment on this show, right? And to all... Um, to, to, uh, Look at that. It next... took all year, but he get right. finally... He finally <laughs> gets we, it as right. We, as we a bit ado officially to Tool Time for Season 3 of Tool Time. <laughs> so. um, all right. Just looking at a couple of the... Of the uh, prop bets uh, for the uh, for the Super Bowl uh, national anthem being performed by Reba McIntyre. Um, the over under line is set at ninety uh, and a half seconds. It's basically a minute and a half. Uh, the over is uh, plus one hundred two. The under is minus one twenty eight. Um, uh, the yes or no to if any word gets omitted, the yes is plus nine hundred. No is uh, minus thirty three thirty three. Oh, uh, omitted from the national anthem. Yeah, by if, if she misses a word, fact is real. Which How like, yeah. which would be How very hard now? considering these are usually pre-recorded. How old is she? Uh, sixties. Yeah, still fairly young. Okay, but well, like, let's see, Tremors came out in nineteen eighty-six, and she not. Nah. <laughs> How old? How old is Reba McIntyre? That's actually a really good, good question. question. Um, Reba McIntyre is sixty-eight. Six. Ooh. Oh, 68. Yeah, actually, I should have done the age game like we do on 3CT. Bing. Um, cool. Any scoring drive shorter than the anthem? Uh, yes is minus 300. No is plus 200. Interesting. In um, history, the answer is yes. Yes. Uh, coin flip. Uh, Tails has won 53% of Super Bowl coin flips in seven out of the last 10. Um, the heads and tails, It's uh, they're both set at minus 104. Um. Uh. Yeah. It was Devin. Devin said he did not know that the national anthem was pre-recorded. Usually, a lot of performances on a stage this big are pre-recorded. And it's not, a, it, yeah. Not all of them, and it's not like they do it two or three days before. Yeah. It's it's not guaranteed that it will, but a lot of these How, are. When has that been a thing? How long has that been a thing though? Uh, actually, for a while. Like at least ten years. For the anthem, for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because because there's there's a lot of things that can go on. I mean, even halftime shows have a track ready. Um, so while performances are happening, if there's anything that technically goes wrong, yeah, um, we blame they, that all on Fergie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right the the post game Gatorade bath. Uh, the the colors of Gatorade: uh, purple set at plus two twenty five, blue plus two seventy five. Uh, yellow slash lime slash green plus 450 red or pink is plus 500 uh, so is orange uh, clear or water is plus 1000 and no Gatorade bath is plus 3000 um, I don't see a world where this game doesn't feature red Gatorade I mean I was gonna say man like it's got to be red right like <laughs> yeah the safe bet I would think take uh, those plus 500 on yeah absolutely uh first touchdown score McCaffrey is plus 350 Pacheco plus 550 uh Travis Kelsey plus 600 Rasheed Rice plus 800 Debo Samuel George Kittle plus 900 Brandon Ayuk plus a thousand Mahomes plus 2200 uh Valdez Scantling and the 49ers defense or special teams is at plus 3,000. Who the hell is Kyle Juszczyk? What the fuck? <laughs> um, game MVP, uh, Mahomes uh, is plus 135. Brock Purdy plus 200. 
Uh, McCaffrey plus 450, Travis Kelsey plus 1700. Um, if you want to really get into the the uh, the odds there, uh, Pacheco plus 3500, Ayuk plus 5000, Rasheed Rice and George Kittle plus 7000. I mean, it's going to be a quarterback, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. see, here's the thing with as defensively minded as the Chiefs are. Here's your hot take: Chris Jones is the pick if you're looking for that long oh. shot. Interesting. What's, what's his odds? Uh, I don't have. I don't have. I don't have all of them because he's not named Aaron Donald. It's probably. It's. I mean, they they are out there. It is just probably some insane number. Just put a flyer in that number. Just put a flyer. In I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. If you like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna like start getting into like the prop bets world, you might as well throw a. You know, throw a buck on something like that because it's it's gonna it's gonna at least bring you back a little something. Uh, Halftime show, of course, uh, being performed by Usher. Number of songs played. um, Over eight and a half is minus one twenty five. Under is minus one twenty five as well. Um, If he will debut a new song, yes is minus one twenty. No is plus one hundred. So wait, one plus one twenty. That's for yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I did. I'm, 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 I'm looking forward for to, to this performance. I really am. Uh, it should be fantastic. It really should. Yeah. Um, songs with collaborations over two and a half is minus two hundred. Under two and a half is uh, plus one fifty. Um, of course, I mean, he's gonna have Ludacris and Lil John for one of them, right? I, I gotta imagine you would. You would imagine guys, yeah. so. Well, see, Detroit didn't make it, so no Eminem. Um, right. That's, that's true. That's true. Uh, and then, of course, there are this year they are the uh, the added Taylor Swift related um, prop bets. Uh, Jason checking in. Um, he says, "Go Niners!" After uh, the win, Taylor Swift dumps Kelsey within a month. Wow! Why do you hate love, Jason? Why do you hate love? No, no, he wants to get the next Taylor sing uh, album after that because when the breakup happens, she's going to start writing him songs. April nineteenth. And, and and Jason being the Swifty that he is, just like EJ Christian. I'll say you have a pre-order, don't you, EJ? Allegedly, <laughs> you're a Swifty. Did you get the vinyl? Fun thing about it. Oh, only a fool wouldn't get the vinyl, man. You so got to order it already. You got to get the vinyl. Yeah, yeah. dropped <laughs> yesterday. Exactly. Exactly. Um, will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? Yes, is plus uh, <laughs> ten sixty. No, is minus three thousand. Yeah. Uh, will the MVP mention Taylor Swift in his speech? Yes, is plus no. six fifty. No, Chris is Jones minus one twenty. That in fact Taylor Swift has been cheating on Travis with him. <laughs> well, she likes black. <laughs> she likes black. Nice. Um, her travel from Japan to Las Vegas will be shown on CBS. Yes, is plus four hundred. No, is minus seven hundred. Dude, I would take a flyer on that shit for yes. I would too. Yeah. Absolutely, sure. without question. If nothing else, they'll track the the flight uh, the flight track. Are they counting her walking into the stadium as part of that? Um, I, uh, I see that um, that I'm not sure. That I'm not sure. I mean, I would imagine any any they they got to do the OJ uh, tracking the tracking the Bronco right? Like oh, like gotta... the Indiana Jones flying from. <laughs> Um, color of Taylor Swift's shirt at the Super Bowl: red minus five hundred, white plus six hundred, yellow plus eight hundred, black plus sixteen hundred, purple plus sixteen hundred, silver or gray plus eighteen hundred, and blue or green uh, plus two thousand. <laughs> and uh, will Donna Kelsey hug Taylor Swift uh, on the CBS broadcast? Yes or no? Oh. Are both minus one twenty? 
<laughs> yeah, I was about to say you should be giving up points for that. Yeah, session. yeah, that's uh, that's an easy one. Um, <laughs> Jason says Brock Purdy gets MVP, goes savage, and sings a Taylor Swift song during the interview. I uh, listen. If only. Like, only if he's looking to get some bad blood. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. I see what you did. He is well the antihero. Uh, <laughs> you did there, you something. All right. Uh, for the last time this year, guys, let's lock it up. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right, EJ Christian, what's going to happen this weekend? My lock for this week is that from kickoff to the final whistle, you will see Till Swift on screen at least over 30 seconds. Not including pregame. I'm just talking about actual game time. Game, during the game itself. Over 30 seconds of Till Swift. Now, are you counting during the halftime show as part of no, that? No. Just during the game. During the game play. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Um, Lock it up. Matt, what's going to happen this weekend? First commercial will not be for a food or beverage, but for a vehicle. Ooh. Okay. Lock it up. I like it. Any guesses on that other one? No. Okay. As far as I'll go. Okay. <laughs> uh, student of the game, Kyle Nash. What's going to happen this weekend? Uh, Big Jim will hit the over on four and a half whiny tweets about the Niners seeing success. And then completely will turn tail and sound like Nick Wright saying never had a doubt for the rest of the game. Yeah. He ain't lying. <laughs> uh, uh, He's not lying, but you deserve that, Kyle. <laughs> that's good. Uh, <laughs> I like it. They got laughed too, bitch. What? <laughs> um, my lock is that tails will fail. Lock it up. I like that. That's that's oh. a bold strategy, Cotton. Well, let's, let's see if it, it pays off. It's right? a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Yeah, like what right? I say. Uh, seven out of the last 10, 53% uh, all time. Yeah, 40%. Uh, Question, on, uh, Jim, uh, for the props. What if, what if, what if Taylor proposes to Travis? Ooh, oh, that's my, that's my, that's my progressive of her. I, uh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. And as I was grabbing the odds, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, depending what, uh, what book and where you're putting these down on. Um, I mean, sexist Vegas, you know, needs needs to set their game up, Jim. That's, you need to, you you're know, not wrong, Kyle. You're not wrong. Let's get with it on this one here. By the way. I, I, I could see, I find it interesting that you're in such a position to still somehow be sympathetic to anti-vaxxers, right? They don't get the vaccine, and then they act surprised that they get really sick from COVID and are in the hospital. You are a Cowboys fan and then get surprised when they do bad year after year. So really, you can sympathize. Well, with I mean, the funny thing about that, Kyle, is I'm just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I you know. appreciate that very graceful response. When you put it that way. Jesus. Expected. Yeah. I caught on that one. I, I have I to say, do we still have the I'm an idiot? Yeah, I, I got I'm, I'm pulling up the uh, I'm pulling up the three CT. I should put that on on this one as well because my my idiocy does not just uh, stick to wrestling. Um, I'm an idiot. There we go. There um, go. So, uh, Devin says all he wants to see on the uh, the Super Bowl is Jason Kelsey shirtless. Um, I mean, you and America both, Devin. 
I mean, shit, that, that'll happen in the first 20 seconds. Like, what are we talking about? Um, Before the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, pre-gaming and, and, and like, right. Yeah. He, he, you got to give him 20 seconds to get out of the club seat window, Matt. Like that. That's true. Yeah. And you'd have to put the shirt back on and then take it back off. <laughs> That's correct. That's the process here. By the way, glorious chest hair by Jason Daniel. Oh, it, it, very nice. And the, the Funko Pop uh, that you can get with proceeds going to charity. Um, gets the uh, gets the chest hair uh, perfectly. On Perfection, well. perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just very Michael Fassbender. Very Michael. Just a, a beautiful, a beautiful man. The the, the specimen that is Jason Kelsey. Uh, Jason asks if if Kelsey, if Travis Kelsey wins the. Uh, I mean, Jason should win MVP. Let's be fair. Um, but uh, if Travis uh, wins uh, MVP, will she be beside, be beside him and take his glory? I think she will be there because I mean. If he wins, that likely means the Chiefs have won the game. Uh, so I think she will be she will be down there, but I don't think she's going to like steal the spotlight from him in any way um, in that yes. moment. Jim, you make a good point. A little inside baseball too on 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 going down onto the field at the Super Bowl um, at about the fourth quarter is when you would start making that move. If the Chiefs are up big, don't rule out Taylor Swift coming down to be on the field um, on or near the sideline. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Devin says his lock of the week is going to be Travis Kelsey proposing uh, to uh, Taylor Swift because it is the uh, cheapest fucking thing that could happen. Devin, why do you hate love too? You are just like Jason. You sour first. I I don't get it being cheap either. I would imagine that the engagement ring that one Travis Michael Kelsey would have to produce for a worldwide pop star would be. (laughs) <laughs> Among other things, I mean, uh, Steven Singer, uh, who has a jewelry store in Philadelphia, has said that if uh, if Travis wants to propose, he would he would give him the ring for free. I mean, but the ring uh, hell of a promotion. They're not gonna listen. Travis isn't gonna go to the stands, find a fucking onion ring, and put that shit on her finger. That's all I'm saying. Gee, thanks, Kyle. Now I'm hungry for onion rings. What can I say except <laughs> you're welcome? <laughs> what can I say except? You're welcome. All right, we're going to close it up The for the la- well, second to last time. We're going to close up the live show last time when there's still a game to be played. Uh, so, Matt, plug away. Yep. You can catch me on Tuesdays and Thursdays on the 3CT podcast talking all things. Let's be honest, WWE. Jim doesn't allow us to talk about anything else on Thursdays. Like, but Tuesday is more of like your, your smorgasbord, your potpourri episode where we hey, talk about food. Um, and then you can catch me on Mondays on the Maximize Monday podcast. Twice, maybe three times a year on the Earnestly Speaking podcast. I think I'm up to two times now on the Student of the Game podcast. Well, sir, brace yourself. We're going to have to talk some dang um, Sixers here pretty soon after yeah. the season. Well, this, well, this year you have one on my retro podcast already, and you got one on That's it. That's true. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. I'm, I'm stepping up and maybe one episode of the pitch every year. We'll see. <laughs> uh, don't push it. Um, oh, Devin meant to say cheesy. Sorry, cheesy, not cheap. Got it. Okay. Cheesy. Okay. You still hate love, but it's a little better than... You're still a big old sourpuss, Devin. Yeah, stop being an asshole, Devin. I agree. Lighten up. Um, but uh, but he says, uh, yeah, he says he will talk to Matt, you and I, on Thursday. Uh, but uh, he... No, you won't. I'm off this week. So That's right. I did Go to hell, Devin. Devin in now. What an asshole. <laughs> Dang. Devin knows. That Devin is knows. a disgusting act. Uh, EJ, plug away. 
Yeah. Uh, Erskine Podcast. Uh, Kyle and I, I did, my, I did my first show in almost two weeks. I was out last week for due to a little mini health scare. Thank God things okay. Thank well, God you're uh, doing better, man. Seriously. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah seriously. That, that, that shit was scary. I was, I was having a stroke for a second. Seriously. Um, but yeah, um, got podcast live this week. A lot of shows coming up this week. Can't wait for that. Um, on Twitter at EJChristian7. YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash at Ernest Christian. Other than that, I'm really sad. This is the second last show of the year, but we'll keep, we'll do what we can do as we do every year. I mean, you're a, a Heat fan, allegedly, right? Like, Go Heat, bitch. Right? Of course. <laughs> I, I'm saying this show. I'm saying this show. You know, the, yeah, the week. I mean, well, we'll have another sports movie draft, DJ. You can come back. I'll show up and not show up. You can fuck that up again. Viable primate, too. The student of the game, Kyle Nash. Plug away. By the way, in an unrelated story, Matt, don't be surprised if you get a bill from my therapist for your telling Devin to go to hell at that moment. That was some right cruel. An honor, joy, and privilege to be part of this panel. I wish everybody would stop fucking reminding me it's the second to last episode because some of us are clinging to life this way, okay? Of course, I am Kyle Nash, the student of the game. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, threads, and Instagram at the SOTG. Find me on Facebook as a student of the game. Check out my writings with the Black and Gold Banneret, the Jaguar Report, and the three-point conversion, as well as my work with A7BN Sports covering the Orlando Magic. Um, and yeah, my work also with my guy, Ernest Christian, Ernest Speaking Report. I had a good time with him. Uh, the Duval Dive currently on hiatus as, well, you know, the Jack season's been over for a minute. Don't worry. EJ says they're improving. <laughs> Woo! Wow. <laughs> not, not got a crater, but okay. Um, but, yeah, with all that in mind, gentlemen, an honor, joy, and privilege, I would encourage everybody out there to go to the Hilarity by Default YouTube channel as well. Check out the Sports Symposium. Check out the Super Bowl episode. It's a number of years old. I think it's like five years old, but you'd be surprised how much it still holds up. If you think I'm wrong, let me know. I told you how to find me. But go and check that video out. Um, that's a fun time, too. You want to do a little extra Super Bowl stuff that's less infuriating to listen to than what well, Chris Collinsworth is. Hey, there's your good. Chris Collinsworth won't be calling the game this weekend. Hey, man. There we go. So, or, and, Greg or Greg Olson, exactly. <laughs> we got Nance and... Uh... With all that in mind, fellows, an honor, joy, and privilege. But until next time, class dismissed. All right, very good. Uh, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports, but make sure you are following along with the show at Huddle Up Podcast. Facebook, Twitter, uh, and TikTok uh, is at Huddle Up Podcast. Huddle Up Podcast, Inc. on Instagram. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel, also at Huddle Up Podcast. Subscribe to us there. Subscribe to us on all podcast platforms. Uh, like, rate, review where you can. Get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Hit the link tree and all of our social media for all of those links. Uh, we certainly do appreciate the support all year again. We'll be back live next week. After that, uh, we will transition to our off-season program. We'll tell you more about that uh, next week. We'll also look back at our NFL predictions uh, for the year. Find out what we got right, what we got wrong. We'll wrap up the season. Um, can't believe this one's over. It's been a hell of a run, um, but uh, we, we have had a blast. And uh, I look forward to next week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. And until next time, stay safe, stay smart. And as always, go for the win.